0: Good morning, Lansing. It's Saturday, it's 9 a.m., and the pet experts are in the building. This is the MidMichigan Pet Expert Talk Show on 1320WILS and 1320WILS.com. Now, here are your hosts, Rick Pruce and Lee Cohen. Welcome, pet keepers, to this
1: week's MidMichigan Pet Expert Talk Show. I'm your host, Lee Cohen, here with my co-hosts, the pet experts themselves, first to my left, Mr. Rick Pruce from Proust Pets. Good morning, Rick.
0: Lee Cohen, how are you today?
1: I'm doing peachy keen, Rick. Who, who, I'm, who, I'm a happy camper. Who's, who's to my left? Uh, to your left and to my right, Dr. <laughs> ah, Will Doctor Will <laughs> Schultz <We go. laughs> uh, from Schultz Veterinary and uh, the wisdom that people have commented about being on the show all of a sudden I've got to think doc that it's got to be coming from you because I've looked in the mirror and there ain't no wisdom (laughs) that I can see. The Will Schultz
2: theory of life is I dumb it down to my level and I keep you guys there so we're all good.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well we want to thank you for joining us again this week we've got another interesting show for all of you Uh, this is Thanksgiving and uh, you know you You've got to give thanks for things that have happened in your life that have gone really well. And sometimes you take risks and things just turn out. And Rick Proust, I'm going to turn to you and I'm going to say I've got a congratulations to you because this Doug Halloween costume contest that you did in the end of October has been going on for almost 15 years and there's never been one like the one you did this year. And that seems to pretty much be a unanimous view yeah. coming from everybody,
0: yeah, no, it was it was exceptional. It was like, I don't know. It was like on supercharge. It was like, holy macro, what just happened? And um, you took a lot of risks, yeah. well, I'll tell you what. Uh, realistically, Um, a good percentage of the actual reason why it happened and happened to the magnitude it did was my daughter so she i i wasn't anticipating doing the event any different than last year where we just (laughs) kind of do photographs and then people could vote online and uh about a month before my daughter uh says and we're gonna have uh, the live show, and I read this on Facebook, and I'm like, "We are," <laughs> uh, and I'm so glad we did because it was such a phenomenal success. And uh, uh, one is, you know, we did have some really fantastic prizes, which was good. Yeah, and we did have a bit more advertisement going, yeah. including on the station and um, power ninety six power ninety six point five, yep. and we did. You know, do an ad on City paul. So you know, we, but we've done that in the past, as previous years. But not no turnout like it was this year. It was just uh, incredible, and yeah. I, I want to thank all of the people that are out there listening that came because Old Town was alive.
2: Yeah, Old Town was open for everybody. In fact, yeah. there were people without pets that were trick-or-treating that just came to look at the dogs. And it's, Absolutely. And if you're and if you listening to us and you don't have a pet, this is definitely a thing to do on that day. Yeah. And, and it, Dr. It Schultz, fun.
0: that was your first experience, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. And what was, was your It was
2: just amazing. I walked up and down Turner Street a couple times. I walked up and down the road on um, – Um, uh, uh, what you call going by your shop, Cesar Chavez, Chavez. Chavez. and um, all the stores were open, everybody was outside giving uh, treats for the dogs, candy for people, or whatever, and you got to meet some very interesting store owners also yeah. and old town is a unique place to be yeah. and and it's, so it's not just Prusa's pets for this it's all of old town that's all of involved old town. absolutely and you, you got to give everybody credit for it yeah you know?
0: unique uh, old town is unique and uh, special because it takes a special kind of entrepreneur to really feel fitted and do well in that neighborhood.
1: Well, on today's show, we're going to talk about these victories uh, because we've got coming on the winner of the Halloween costume contest who came in all the way from Kalamazoo in order to participate in the costume at the suggestion of her mother. And, Mom, next year you got to keep your mouth shut because Mom came in second place. That's right. And, And if Mom wouldn't have shared the way with her daughter. She might be wearing the crown as opposed (laughs) to her daughter. But uh, we're going to talk about the costumes that they came up with that were truly amazing. Then we're going to have your daughter on, Rick, who is coming with us from uh, Florida and she's going to talk with us a little bit about uh, why she did what she did, how she did what she did, and frankly just talk a little bit about uh, the event itself and then we're going to also talk with her about the award that we mentioned in last week's show that she got for the Outstanding Customer Service uh at at Bruce Pets and we're going to talk about the importance of that because it's small business Saturday this weekend and all of you today if you're not going to these small businesses then shame on you because that's how events like this are allowed to happen that's why old town exists in the shape that it does so darn it get out and celebrate it and we'll be back right here on 1320 WILS.
2: It's the MidMichigan Pet Expert Talk Show with Rick Preuse and Lee Cohen.
1: We're back here with the MidMichigan Pet Expert Talk Show. And Rick, Doc, we have with us here, uh, well, actually she's on the line, but it is her first visit with us. It's a lady by the name of Alicia Town, and she was the winner of the Bruce. Old Town Halloween costume contest.
2: Tower, this is Ghost Rider requesting a flyby. Negative Ghost Rider, the pattern is full. No, no, ma'am, this is not a good idea. <laughs> Sorry, Goose, but it's time to buzz the tower.
1: Well, Doc, thank you so much for your rendition, because if you couldn't guess, the costume that Alicia won with was titled Top Gun. Welcome to the show, Alicia.
3: Good morning.
1: (laughs) It's a pleasure to have you. Alicia, I'll just ask one question. How did you come up with that idea?
3: Uh, Well, we went and watched the movie, and then we went to the mall, and we found Build-A-Bear aviator glasses, Nice. and it all just rolled from there.
2: (laughs) And and what kind of a dog did you have in there?
3: A toy Pomeranian, Mojo.
2: Yeah, nice. Well, Mojo did a great job, because he was definitely flying that thing. Yeah, uh, I'm just uh, curious, Doc, uh, you were there taking pictures. What was your first impression when... When it came down the runway, so yeah, it was it was really <laughs> it give a description. A, give a yeah, description. it was a little fighter, and there's the dog sitting in the middle, flying it, and mom's pulling it along. And I looked at that, and I go like, "How did you get him to sit still with that those goggles on?" And it was really, really cute. So it was a well-deserved award,
0: and it was pretty impressive as far as even the size of it, and yeah. and the rend, you know, it looked just like the Top Gun. I mean, it, yeah. you you didn't mistake it. Yeah, it wasn't just a plane; it was definitely the plane.
2: Plane. Yeah, yeah, you that did a great cool. job on it. Great so job. your decision, did, you, yeah, and you made the plane too?
3: Yep, yeah, it's made course. out of like the house boards you put in to insulate your walls. We uh-huh. had some left over, so we used that and shaped and glued it all.
2: Yeah, and did you have to do a lot of training with them to sit in there to fly this?
3: oh, no, she's a people pleaser. If you ask her to sit, she'll she, be like, okay, Mom.
2: She Oh, that's awesome. Because she did really well. Because I do have a pilot's license, and I was just going to check because the FAA told me to uh, ask you about this, whether you actually got licensed to do this. <laughs> 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. So
0: how long did that costume take for you to uh, you know put together?
3: A couple weeks because of the dry time and all the carving and stuff that took place. It's kind of a mess to make stuff out of house to be honest. Yeah, but yeah. But it turns out really cute once it's all done. But the stand-in, it gets crazy.
0: How did you hear about the contest? Uh, have you been there before? Is it your first year?
3: Um, Actually, my mom told me about it. They go every year, and she's like, you get to trick-or-treat with your dogs, and it's just so much fun. You have to go. Yeah. And we're like, oh, okay. And it was pretty cool. I was amazed at the size of it.
2: Yeah. Did you guys fly up and down the street, down to Turner Street and stuff, when you were there?
3: Uh, we didn't go all the way. We went about halfway down.
2: Okay. It, was, it probably, was
3: just hard because you had to basically push people
0: <laughs> <on the> <laughs> right now, you know? Yeah,
2: Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. There were a couple good spots that were good landing zones, but other than that, it might have been a little rough.
0: We we're getting so yeah. the, the thing's getting so busy, we got to see if we can like close the street down.
2: That would be oh, fantastic. Oh, that would be awesome. Yeah. Oh, yes, my gosh. And my have a nice door. pet
0: parade coming yeah, from one end right. to the other. Yeah. Yeah, that would be so cool. Yeah, just
2: this year at the start of it, while everybody was showing up, somebody they got in a little car accident on the corner by your shop. Yeah, and and it oh. shut everything down for like a half hour. While they Had quit. we only known. I know. We could have. <laughs> I could have just driven my truck out there and pretended it was, got a flat tire. <laughs> yeah.
1: Now, Alicia, where do you live? Do you live in this area or are you from somewhere
0: else in Michigan?
3: Kalamazoo. Okay.
0: Oh, wow. Okay. So a little bit of a drive to get up there. Yeah. Did, did you get to spend some time with family? Does family live up here?
3: Uh, yeah, my mom. We hung out with her, and uh, we've been to the store a couple of times because it's got such a variety of things. So we've checked that out on um, other times besides Halloween. I okay. uh, just to see all the different things they have.
2: Yeah, and so Rick's question was you drove. You didn't drove. You flew, didn't you? Did- didn't oh, fly? definitely yeah, flew. Yeah, that's what yeah, there you go. There you go. Let's stay in casting. Yeah, right,
0: absolutely. No. Uh, and, your, and your parents or your mother, did she come with the uh, – with with a dog in tow,
3: she did actually. She was the one in the um, hearse. She got second place.
0: Well, there you go. Oh, See, wait. I went to call her yeah. as well, but the 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 phone number was disconnected. So, or I couldn't get through for some reason. Either the number got transcribed wrong or whatnot. So, um, tell a little bit about your mother's journey. Then, now that we have you on and we can actually bring that. Yeah, one up. what was the costume that that took second place?
3: So, it is a big hearse, and it has um, a toy Pomeranian as well, and then it has a coffin with, like, a creepy baby that crawls out, and it's got light. (laughs) My dad's a woodworker, so, it is legit. They made it from scratch, like, the wheels, everything. So It's amazing what they put into it. Okay,
2: so I was there watching them, and are you, like, what, 12 years old? I'm sorry. You're, they, this lady didn't look old enough to have a child. Maybe my mom. Yes. Yeah, She was <laughs> dressed up with the hearse, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That because that was amazing. I thought she was. Well, well she was in costume. Oh, okay. yeah. She was in she costume. She was in costume. Yeah. costume yeah. Maybe, but that was pretty good. So you guys pretty much cleaned up the pet pet, pet thing this winter.
0: Yeah.
3: Yeah. I was pretty surprised because there was a lot of really amazing costumes out there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I agree. I agree. There there was no shortage of competition and. When it came to it, and uh, and yet I will say that you two were standouts. You know, no no offense to the others, that yeah. you definitely deserve your placing, yeah. and and oh, yeah. uh, I I think the audience was truly entertained yeah. for sure. The judges were all good, you know, all people we knew, and they were just excited, obviously, because they placed you first and second.
1: Well, Alicia, my question for you is Have you done this before? Has your mother done this before? Because usually, first shot out of the gate. They people usually don't come up with ideas that are quite as elaborate or difficult. A lot of people will throw a wig on the dog and call it a which day. Just, yeah. and we, which we had plenty of those. They were yeah. good. There were a couple. <laughs> yeah, of them yeah. no, I, I'm not knocking it, <laughs> yeah. but at the same time, it just it reminds me that you probably have done this before. Either that, or you've got grand ambition.
3: Well, last year we made a. Um NASA uh, spaceship, but it was out of boxes. And my husband's like, let me help you. He was the (laughs) and safer of the um, airplane for sure. I painted it and, like, labeled everything and got Mojo her little outfit. But, yeah, I made one out of Amazon boxes. I thought it was pretty cute, though.
1: (laughs) Nice, nice. And do you have any contests like this in Kalamazoo that you've participated in before? Is there anything quite like the Old Town event?
3: Not even close. We went to like a Pet Supplies Plus, and honestly, like only five people showed up. <laughs>
0: well,
2: that's why you come up to Bruce's. There's the answer. So your, your parents decided on The Undertaker. How did How did they figure that one out?
3: You know, I'm not even sure. My mom probably saw, like, a full-size hearse, and she's like, yeah, I'm going to do that, because they they just go big. Yeah,
0: Um, that that was ambitious.
3: And my dad's a woodworker, so then all of a sudden something that could have been three foot is, like, eight foot big.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It was. Did he build a whole cart?
3: He did, right down to the wheels.
2: So for anybody that's listening, if you go to Proust's, um, they have pictures of the winners on yeah. their Facebook page. And uh, it's this is pretty impressive stuff that they did. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, both very- of you.
1: Well, I'm going to go out on a limb, and I'm going to ask you for a suggestion in future contests. But I think I know what your answer is going to be. Do you think people should just go and buy a store? costume for their dog or do you think that they should create something from scratch at home if they want to win
3: i'm all about creating it and making it your own so i would create your own just because it's so much more fun and you get the journey that goes along with it
2: yeah but and but this is not going to cut anybody that bought store bought you the whole idea of this is to have a fun night and to go out and go trick-or-treating with your dog and to visit other people. So if you're somebody out there and you don't sew and you don't have a father that's a woodworker, you can still <laughs> come and dress your dog up. I mean, I saw a little hot, lot of hot dogs running around there. And, oh um, and they're still cute. But, what, but, what, but to put the extra effort in was really good. Yeah, yeah. What, what was your favorite,
0: aside from you and your mothers, what, what one did, did you notice when you were there, Alicia?
3: Uh, there was a lady that was, like, in a witch costume and had a broom, and then her dog, she made her a matching outfit with a tiny broom, and it was so cute. I think it was, like, a towel maybe, but it was stinking cute. They matched, like, down to the broom.
1: Oh, that <laughs> That's was good. Cute. That's <laughs> good. Yeah. Now... You have the privilege of being the incumbent winner. I can only assume that next year you are not going to need your mother to call you and suggest <laughs> that you come down, that you're going to come and defend
0: your title. Is that a fair assumption?
3: Absolutely. Do
0: you have an idea in, in your mind what you want to be ne- do next year?
3: yeah uh, well, like I three have or four Too much on it, but I'm sure it'll be something she rides because she loves to just hang out and be lazy, honestly
0: <laughs> so alicia on on just on a on a daily basis, uh what do you do what what What's important in your life?
3: Um well, my husband's a racer, so we go all over the place uh doing different races and uh, car shows. He made his car from literally down to the bare metal, so it's pretty awesome. <laughs> To see it going super fast and looking beautiful and so we do a lot of that
2: is this track racing qu- quarter mile racing what kind
3: uh drag racing i Dra- yeah. ah,
2: love
0: it wow yeah <laughs> nice. you never know what you're going to get on the radio and certainly when you bring talent yeah you yeah. never know what you're going to hear yeah. so and, and
2: so tell yeah. me about his ride what is it
3: uh it's an um, eagle tailing uh-huh and uh, we painted it purple, and I don't know a whole lot about cars, oh, okay. but it goes fast, and he's won the last two out of the three races he was in.
0: Well,
1: congratulations so to him. <laughs> that, is, that is really fantastic. Oh, that,
2: that seems like a theme for next year to me right now. Well, but I want to
1: talk <laughs> about what a lot of the people at that event uh, wanted to know. Tell me about your dog. How old is it?
4: Uh,
3: Mojo is 10.
1: Okay. And... and-
3: A little Pomeranian, and everybody always thinks she's an Australian Shepherd because she has that coloring. Okay. And she's super chill, and everywhere I go, she wants to be, so she is always just the best girl. And uh, she loves car rides and driving everywhere we go, and as long as she's with me, she's just a happy little camper.
2: Yeah, she was definitely happy driving that jet. (laughs) And what about the second place
1: dog? Uh, Your mom has the same kind of dog, correct?
3: Yep, she's got a toy Pomeranian, Pomeranian name, Rain. Um, Are they related? No, <laughs> they're not, but they're cousins and they love each other. They get along really well, <laughs> uh, Rain. It is adorable. She's a whole cake. Like, she's a big girl. Well, <laughs> what always,
2: what yeah. was really cute with your mom's is they have this giant wagon, a big uh, coffin in the back with a well, – there was a, a skeleton in it. And then yeah. this little tiny dog driving the whole thing. <laughs> it, it was it, – it had a cute of about a 10. Yeah, yeah. And what do you like about those dogs?
1: Tell me about their personalities and and what they like to do. Are they, I'm imagining that they're probably good home dogs, good with kids. And what else can you tell us about them?
3: I just like their personalities are very quirky. All of them have, like, their different things. Mojo's favorite thing is when she's playing, she whips around and just nails everybody with her butt. Like, that's her fighting. Like, ah, I'm playing, like, whack you over <laughs> with their tail and her butt. It's hilarious. Um, they're just really calm dogs. Like, they're lap dogs, basically. And they get the zoomies and run around be crazy. But if you're being chill, they're being chill. Nice. So like, I'm chill. And she's like, cool, me too. Gotcha. So I like that they're not super hyper and they're just, uh, very loyal, super lovey. Sometimes they only like one person, which can get kind of silly. Or they'll be super whiny if you leave. Like, oh, that's my mom.
2: <laughs> She's never coming home. She
1: never, uh, yeah, yeah,
3: for five minutes, it's like years. Yeah, that's It exactly sounds like, right.
1: though, they'd be good apartment dogs for people oh, who yeah. live in apartments.
0: Yeah. yeah I, we have experienced both myself and my sister-in-law's family uh, both having Pomeranians. And they are super fantastic. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, and
3: they're so
2: sweet and cute. And they're a very healthy breed too. Yeah. Which is always That's good. coming from the veterinary part of it.
3: <laughs> well,
1: <laughs> well, and if you've got a plane to fly, clearly they have uh, some success with it. Alicia, we want to thank you so much for joining us this morning and congratulate you on a job very well done. Uh, Your efforts were not in vain because clearly uh, the judges heard your message and saw your message and voted you the top gun for the event. And congratulations to your mom uh, also with a, a great victory.
3: Awesome. Thank you so much for having us.
1: We appreciate it. And we'll be back right here on 1320 WILS.
2: It's the Mid-Michigan Pet Expert Talk Show on 1320 WILS. It's
1: 9:35 and we're back here with the Mid-Michigan Pet Expert Talk Show and we have with us on the line the lady who was responsible for the contest we've just gotten done talking about. Rick Purs, you you nailed it in the opening. You said, "If it were me, we probably would have done it a lot like the one we did last year, but it wasn't up to you. It was up to your daughter Gerbay. And she- she did what she usually she, does, yeah. which is to take your ideas and make them a little bit more elaborate. Well, and, a lot
0: more. <laughs> a lot better.
1: Yes, uh, I agree. So th- congratulations, Kerbe! and thank you for being on the show with us.
4: Yeah, thanks
1: for having me. Oh, my pleasure. So Kerbe, what was it about this year that went off in your mind to where you just said you know we've done this before it's out there we've got a a basin plan but i just don't think it's good enough i think we can do better and frankly it blew up because i've never seen so many people you had people lined up two city blocks with their dogs in order to show them i mean it was amazing how why
4: Yeah, I think I'm still trying to unwind from the night. I think I'm still feeling it. Um, It was quite amazing. And the best part for me is that all of the feedback that we've received from anybody who attended has been nothing but spectacular. So the fact that they really enjoyed it is great. You know, I think that when you're the one running around, um, it's sometimes you focus on, oh, gosh, this was supposed to go that way or that way. But but it for the, the guests, it, it went wonderfully. So um, I don't think that this year was really any more exceptional than years past when we've planned it, other than this was the first year that we came back post-COVID with the actual in-person costume contest. So that's really what jazzed it up and, and got so much excitement. And I think that, you know, people are in a different place post-pandemic. People are... You know, they have a new perspective on life in certain ways. I think a lot of people value life. I think that was a really tough time to go through. And so they're seeking things that bring simply joy. And that's what this event has always been about. And so it was tremendous, the turnout. I can't believe it. Um, and it was just a great time.
2: Yeah, it was great. You, it, you put together, as I came out there, you had everybody, how many hundred little kids carry bags did you have for people that that got in there?
4: Yeah, so know, our treatment. swag bags, as we call them, were more packed than ever before. Um, big thank you to Kong and Nutrisource and several other companies locally here. We've got Rikers Treats, um, so many different vendors that donated to those bags, so thank you. We gave out um, 300 of those. Oh. Uh, we had to cap it somewhere, um, but we did have more than 300 people attend. So yeah. those swag bags were for those who entered the actual costume contest.
2: Yeah, and what and what people know is when you come and you can enter, but then you walk around Old Town with your dogs to visit with other people's dogs and with other people. And so it's, it's not just a little costume party at the store, it's an entire town party.
4: No, it's a whole community event, and everybody loves it. I mean, starting in July, I have other business owners asking me if they can be on the trick-or-treat map. They look forward to seeing all the trick-or-treaters. And one thing we all laughed about this year is that giving out treats to dogs they're always excited for the treat. It's not like kids that pick through and say, I want the Reese's. I want the Kit Kat. I don't want that. They just slobber on you and wag their tail, and they are so grateful. So we are happy to cater to our very grateful
2: trick-or-treaters. Yeah, yeah it was cute. I, I, as I was walking around the town, um, I noticed a couple of them. The dogs would walk up, and they some dogs are treat dogs, and some dogs aren't treat dogs. And so, the ones that weren't treat dogs, if they didn't want to the treat, they sure got a lot of ear scratches and head pettings and, and back rubbings. And so, everybody that was involved, all the business people, are definitely dog people in Old Town, too. There's no question about it. Mm-hmm.
4: Oh, yeah, huge pet-loving community, and you're so right. I think that there were many forms of enrichment that night for dogs, whether it was a treat or just getting out and enjoying the beautiful night. I mean, we were really lucky with the weather, the rain held off, Um, It was so funny. I got asked to be on Channel 6 News that morning to talk about the event, and the woman who uh, actually did the weather report wanted me to bring a snake so she could wear him (laughs) for the weather report to talk about Halloween. Um, And she said, you're so lucky. The weather's going to be perfect for your event this evening. Um, But the weather was great to get out and about. And then, you know, they got lots of sensory stimulation. You had that barbecue truck that was pumping out all the meat smoke.
2: Boy, did that smell good. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was excellent the other thing too that i don't think we forgot that we forgot to bring up is that this whole thing including all literally all of old town is very accessible for somebody if you are in a wheelchair or you have a uh, any kind of a problem getting around uh, i noticed a lot of people with their dogs also in some kind of mobility issues and they did really well
4: that's a really good point and i think because old town is such a close-knit neighborhood both in proximity but also in how we support one another, it's a pretty easy place to navigate. You know, it's basically down that main strip and then down Turner. Um, So, yeah, it is easily accessible. And this year we really focused, too, on – on safety spots that was a first for this year so you know if you did feel that it was too congested in certain areas or if your dog was over threshold and feeling overwhelmed you could go to those spots on the map and know that there was a big grass patch and know that there were multiple places you could kind of get away and and seek some reprieve.
2: Yeah and a lot of those places too had sit down for the uh, humans Uh, and room for the dogs, and they were all being used that I could see. Nice, nice. Awesome. That was good. And and,
0: uh, when all said and done, how much did it cost every person that showed up? How much did they have to pay to be part of this? Right, $0. Ah, There you go. Free community
1: event, yep. (laughs) Well, I will be the first to say that a lot of the people there really put a lot of effort in uh, talking to the winners. uh, Today, The, the amount of creativity and effort they put in was really... Uh, above and beyond. And Kirby, that has to be the most amazing part of all from your position because you actually get a chance to see virtually every dog as as they go through that sign-in process. Isn't it amazing what people will do? with this contest i mean the idea of having the time to do it no offense but i can't see you and bruce uh having the time (laughs) to do something like that but you gotta be amazed with these people
4: yeah i mean to see how many people love their dogs and they want to partake in an event where they can do it with their dogs is just wonderful um i also want to Mention, I was amazed with how well everything went with the dogs getting along. I mean, that was a concern of mine. We had more people show up than we expected, and you said it yourself. We had two city blocks who were lined up, (laughs) um, and it went seamlessly. And I have to give a huge shout-out to Dagny Casper of the Pals Academy. It seems every year when I do this event, and I'm running around like a chicken with my head cut off, At the end of the night, I kind of sit down for a moment and I take my first breath and I think of, wow, that one person that really showed up and was just there no matter what. And she, I didn't expect it going into it. I didn't ask it of her, but she was like right there constantly. What can I do for you? How can I help? You know, the fact that she's a dog trainer. Her main spot she hung out actually was was not at her table promoting herself, but was walking up and down the registration line, just making sure that if any owners, you know, were feeling a little unsettled about what's going on with their dog, that they had assistance and they had help. But really, there weren't that many of them, so she was just going up and down, greeting people, making sure they got their goodie bag. Um, she was wonderful.
0: You know what's interesting is. So we have like 70 employees, right? And they, you know, some employees have sisters and such. And I somehow I thought that was, by the way she looked, that might have been like Freya's sister or something. Or did I hire somebody that he didn't know? Because she she jumped in there. She jumped in there, and I'm like, who is this girl? She's she's working here. Is she one of my employees? I mean, if not, sign her up. i to give her a bonus, Oh, my man. gosh. Shame on you, Rick Proust. We interviewed yeah. her for a show not that long ago.
1: Shame well, on you. Well, that's all right. That so, it was
2: a busy night. I mean, and, and, I, you, you could not recognize your family on a night like yeah, that. Yeah, I want to tip tip you. Tip, uh, the
0: hat also to Alex, because I, I know that he spent a lot of time and energy. You can maybe mention that. Absolutely. Uh, um. he, he, yeah,
4: so um, Alex is my partner, and he actually, his whole background is project management. So he's that guy that puts all the things in the boxes and creates all the checklists and makes sure that the people like me that our far right brains that are all over the place (laughs) actually move forward in a straight line. So um, he was really instrumental in helping to put costume registration together from more of a technical standpoint. Um, He also helped me a lot with securing the different vendors. Um, And then what was really lovely is that after the event was all done, um, we sat down and had kind of a debrief for an hour and just said, Hey, you know, this is what we want to improve for next year. This is what went really fantastic. Um. So he's kind of the man behind the scenes that really helped a lot.
1: And that's how you do it right. Absolutely. He is a, as you said, he is a great partner. And he came out of the shadows and was very upfront when he needed to be and was taking control. It was just a great effort. So, Kerbe, congratulations. We need to take a quick break. But we're going to come back and talk about something else with you that also requires congratulations and in my mind could be an even bigger success right here on 1320
2: WILS. Rick Bruce and Lee Cohen on the MidMichigan Pet Expert Talk Show. 1320 W-I-L-S We're back here with
1: the MidMichigan Pet Expert Talk Show and we've been talking this morning with Kerby Peruse and Kerbe. we talked all about the success of the Old Town Halloween Costume Contest this year but I wanted to talk with you about something that you also uh, won and to me it's an even more important victory because it's kind of the signature of who you are who your parents are, and what has made Bruce Pets really special uh, over the years. And that is that you were named the Outstanding Customer Service Worker at, worker in Lansing and or in mid-Michigan. And I want to congratulate you for that. Can you talk a little bit about that award and kind of why you think you might have won it?
4: Yeah, so, well, first, it was very surprising. Um, I actually found out because another person that was in the running with me, um, April, is a friend of mine. She um, works over at Ryan's Automotive, and she sent me a message late one night and said, hey, did you realize that we're nominated into the top five for this category? Um, I said, wow, I had no idea. Um, And you know that means a lot because it means that not only the community nominated you, but then there were several other rounds where other community members stepped up and then they they voted. Um, and so, out of all the different amazing service workers in Lansing to be in that top five was was a pretty big deal. Um, I think that it also just embodies what Bruce Pets is and what we're all about. You know, I don't think that it's definitely all about me. I think that that was one as a result of the legacy that my parents have created, grandmother created, and then also all of the people in the building that work to achieve um, that, that value and that goal that we bring every single day. So um, once the first round happened, it was onto the second round. um, And, and then to, to learn that I actually took her place was was pretty crazy. So um, I just want to thank everybody that, that voted.
2: Yeah, and for a small business Saturday, that's where you get customer service in the small business. That's how they're in business, and that's why they're there. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, what does small business Saturday mean to you, Kirby? I
4: mean, it means a lot. It, <laughs> some people will say that I get rather Fired up about the topic. Um, I, you know, growing up literally in a small business, it's literally our livelihood. It's what we do, but it's an extension of who we are. So it's going there every single day, showing up, um, committing our time and energy to really serving anybody and everybody who walks through the door. Uh, I oftentimes think about when I'm just driving around, um, I look at all of the different small businesses that make up a community, and I like to say that you literally vote with your dollar. So when you go online and you add to cart and you pay that $69, you know, there's 69 votes more online. When you go and you get out of your car and you walk into that small business and you you feel the connection of the service and you get to actually interact with the product and you know that there's someone who truly cares about the experience that they've created for you and then you spend let's say forty dollars in there that's forty votes for that and so I. Think think sometimes what would this community, what would our world be like without these places of, of color and of culture and that are bringing wonderful services forward. Um, and It would be really sad. So I think that there's a tremendous value in getting around and, and rallying for small businesses on this Small Business Saturday. And, you know, it's that kind of juxtaposition to what's before which is Black Friday. Yeah. Um, but we've tried to To make it lovely, and we're doing Small Business Saturday stuff at Proust starting on Friday.
2: That's great. And that's the other thing about small business work is that as you, as the client coming in, you get to know that person that you're dealing with, and you trust what they're telling you. Uh, You have a a one-on-one where you don't get that without small business.
4: Exactly. You know, I think—I won't name any names, but if I think of certain big box stores that I've gone into— I can't think of a relationship that's been developed. Maybe I can see in my mind that bright orange sale sticker and remember using the self checkout.
2: Um, yeah, right. But
4: that's not, you know, the memory or the experience
2: that yeah. really
4: holds value.
2: Yeah. So when you when you get in and out of Pruces and somebody at the front desk says, uh, "Now, did you get everything you needed today?" In a big store, you don't get that kind of a personality and you don't get that kind of a service person.
4: Well, and sometimes, too, and I know my dad says this a lot, but even if you just ask, did you get everything you need today, they may think that they did. And our job is to know each situation, and especially when you're working with animals, which, you know, that's a life there. It has so much meaning. There's so much compassion wrapped around it. You know, we have to be able to see if maybe somebody else, another teammate, did miss the mark a little bit. Or maybe this person came in thinking they did know exactly what they needed, but they get to the front and they're missing a key component. So I think it even extends beyond, you know, did you get everything today? And it's having that that intuition and that genuine care um, to make sure that that experience has come full circle.
2: Yeah, and what's happened to me is I've gone in on stuff like that, and you, when you're going in the store, you have your mind made up of, this is what I want, and then after you talk to the person in the store, you go like, oh, there's a much better way to do what I'm trying to do, mm-hmm. or I have a much better way to get my aquarium more stable. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we, we, as the consumer, don't know everything, but that's why we're coming to you guys for that, that extra knowledge.
4: And I think that's a testament to time, right? You know, when you have as many, we'll use aquariums, for example, but when you have hundreds of aquariums and you have someone like my dad and then his whole team back there that have been doing it for 40 years, you know, we've been able to kind of experiment and then watch the hobby grow and know just through actual um, doing it every single day what works and maybe what's not, you know, the best path to go.
0: That's right. And it's, it, you know, it's most interesting, especially in today's climate where, you know, people are learning all kinds of things, even on the internet, and they come in, and we have, if nothing else, the opportunity to kind of like string those different, like, strange or pertinent or helpful or unhelpful, you know, little tidbits together mm-hmm. and make a much more you know, functional necklace out of the whole thing, well, if you know what I mean. And
2: the, and the shift into veterinary medicine is in human medicine, we call it Dr. Google. Yeah. And so you're going in and you're <laughs> Dr. Google, and Dr. Google is not necessarily a real doctor, people. Those are yeah. just people writing their opinions. And yeah. so that's where you've got to go to the source and actually find out what you're talking about. For sure. For sure. Yeah. And I will say... Well that's, that, a yeah, go ahead. Oh, well,
4: that's the wonderful thing, too, about Proust is that it's so community-focused that You get people coming in for anything and everything. So, you know, if we don't have the answer and they do go to Dr. Google, we at least know a resource we can send them. You know, someone like yourself or someone that has that experience that can truly help them and not miss, you know, send them in the wrong direction.
1: Right. Right. Well, Kerbey, it sounds to me like your belief—the prescription of success for business—is customer service, and frankly, that comes from people, people who care, people who know, or people who can send you to people who know uh, if they don't know themselves. But it's the whole idea of the people making the difference. Is that fair to say? Yeah, and I think
4: you know you can call it customer service. There's lots of different names for it. But I just think it's genuinely caring. It's like genuinely authenticity, I think, is what it boils down to. Right.
2: Right. And it's not necessarily what you know. It's who you know. So if you don't have the answer, I know the person to give you the correct answer.
4: Right. Yeah.
1: Well, that makes a big difference. Well, now that you've won the award, I'm sure that uh, it's yeah, something that right. you can start. And frankly, I'm betting, and I don't know this is true, but something tells me that somewhere in the future, the outstanding customer service employees at Proust are going to be recognized for what they do internally in the store. And keep building on the philosophy that recognition does come when you do a good job and everybody sees it and I just think that it's a great idea that they do that and I I can't think of anyone better to have it than you because I've seen the service that you give to people and uh how much effort you put in in spite of having uh a couple things on your agenda especially ones that are relatively new to your agenda this last two years so congratulations Kerbey. uh any last words
4: well, yeah, that new thing on my agenda. She probably demands the most service from me I the
3: It <laughs> yeah, deserve, so. deserves it. No, yeah, I for just, sure.
4: <laughs> I just want to say that, yeah, our crew is amazing. They show up, and they're great.
1: Yeah. Well, they showed out in October at your event, and they show out every day, whether it's an event day or not. So congratulations, Kirby. Thank you. Our pleasure. And Rick? Doc, we are out of time. Uh, On behalf of both of you, as well as our producer, Bruce Warner, this is Lee Cohen, wishing all of you a great Thanksgiving weekend, and again, a a pledge to you to please, please go out and take advantage of Small Business Saturday and do business in your local community. You Also, please take care of your pets.
0: Keep them away from that turkey. Have a great (laughs) weekend, everybody.